Welcome to episode 7 of Takes Me Hard Pizza, the show where we talk about sports while eating <laughs> and eventually reviewing a hopefully delicious pizza. I can't see it at all. I am your host, Casey, along with my good friend and co-host, Derek. The date is July 27th. Derek, where are we eating today? Today, we're having a fine establishment known as Vic's Gourmet Pizzeria in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Yeah, classic since 1961. <laughs> Now it's got the Casey goo all over it. That was almost disastrous. Yeah, that would have been fucking awful. It looks incredible. It does. It smells good. I think we're going to like this one. Thank I God. hope you're right. Um, the only thing I'm really worried about is the sauce, because it's hard to see much of it. Like what I'm getting into, but besides that, yeah, it looks real good. It was kind of cheap, too, wasn't it? 13 bucks for a medium? Or is that kind of expensive? Yeah. I think it's about average. It's cooked nicely. It is very. See this light sauce situation. God, it's looking pretty it's accurate. Very light, yeah. It's gonna bring it down a bit for me, but it's okay. That's very good. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I'll hold off from here on out, but my initial reaction is that's good. <laughs> Man, what's that remind me of? Kind of classic -y? That's definitely in there. That's why I was making so many mouth noises because I was trying to... There's something else in there too, though. I wish I had more sauce. I feel like the sauce is a key component. Maybe get one of these. Well, this guy was really saucier. Maybe get one of these. They... they Very light sauce. Almost none. I gotta be honest. I think it's a perfect amount. And you know when I say light sauce, a lot of times they do way too light, and I'm like, ah, shit. I kind of like it when they do light sauce, and they just don't do that. They just make it normal. Do that finger. This one. Oh. Sounds a little saucier. Let me go over here. <laughs> yeah, there's something else here. Definitely classic-y, but we got some there. Like that. No? There's something about that bite that made me just, just not, uh, unhappy. Too much sauce. No. Sauce didn't add anything, so it's. I don't think I like the sauce that much. I don't mind it. It's a little bit more pasty than it is uh, saucy. It's definitely more of a paste. Yeah, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna withhold anymore. That's good. It's definitely another pizza, though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. I can't. I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe. Um. I can't remember. I was gonna make a joke that last place we had, but I can't remember what it's called. Papa Joe's. Yeah, Papa Joe's. Place wasn't good. <laughs> I texted Sam on the way home. That place sucked ass. <laughs> Which is way worse review than I gave on here. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those pizza places I give a review and I'm gonna go home like we had the fuck it was so good. But like I give it like a normal number because I think too much about it. There's something blandy about it though. We'll talk about it. Okay. On the podcast. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> That's Classic what it kind of tastes like. 
Should we get into some football? Mm. We really are going to act like nothing happened, huh? Now it's too late. My fucking seamless transition. You just ruined it. We took a break. Yeah, but... Just in case you had to get notes ready, we had to make sure the pizza was warm for the intro. Wow. Seamless. Seamless. Speaking of seamless, what do you got for football? Well, Seahawks news. Training Ooh. camp starts tomorrow. Are we going to do it with Seahawks now, too? No, I just wanted to see how you reacted. Um, <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, camp starts tomorrow, which means from tomorrow until at least December, I have Seahawks things going on in my life every week. And I am very happy. I'm happy. Almost relieved. Oh. Does, does Broncos start tomorrow? Or does it start today? Oh, actually. Let's see. Oh, doesn't excite you. I don't really care about the Broncos. Why he's looking at me? There's way I need to get those dates. I gotcha. So let's see. All right. Yeah. They start July 27th today. There you go. Nice. Um, Seahawks news. Alden Smith is at training camp. Not sure how he's not in prison, but maybe something will happen there to where he isn't in trouble. Uh -huh. So it wasn't as bad. Um, I'm hoping that's the case because he could be a real help. But I also hope if he's a sack of shit that he's not on the team. So hopefully that comes to light sooner than later. Um, not a lot in Seahawks world except for training camp. Alden Smith is there. Jamal Adams is at camp already. They said they aren't very close on a deal yet, but they expect one to get done before it starts, which would be tomorrow. I don't see that happening, but at least they expect it to be done. So I hope him and Dwayne Brown both get an extension in the next couple of weeks. But if anything, I, I, we just, you don't give up those kind of picks and not extend them unless you're just like really willing to fuck, admit that you fucked up that bad. But also he's really good and just fuck it, pay him. And our defense was astronomically better with him on the field than off. So, um, at this point, you, you, you've sunk in the investment. Just pay him. Um, so, that's news, but, like, not news because he's there. Um, outside of Seahawks, uh, Chandler Jones, star pass rusher for the Cardinals, wants to be gone. That uh, doesn't like how they've been treating him. Which, thank God, that dude just fucks Russell Wilson in the mouth, like, pretty regularly. And honestly, it's getting a little gross to watch. I was going to say, I'm kind of more interested now. Ebooks, I just clicked it. Um, um, Chandler, oh, Xavier Howard wants out of uh, Miami. Obviously, he's going to go to Seattle, so that's big Seahawks news. Obviously, he is? Yeah. No questions. We're going to pay Jamal Adams a ridiculous amount of money and then pay Xavier Howard. Do you have, like, inside sources here? Yeah. Trust me, bro. That's okay. the source. Oh, trust me, bro. Um, All right. Randall Cobb is being traded. Well, the Packers are working on a trade for the Texans wide receiver, Randall Cobb. Getting the gang back together with Aaron Rodgers, who decided, you know what? I guess I will play. 
Yeah, we talked about that quite a few times on here. I'm yeah. pretty sure you were the only person I talked to besides myself that um, thought he wouldn't go to the Broncos. Yeah. I think maybe Trevor said that when he was on here, but other than that, literally everybody I talked to, well, everybody said that he would leave the Packers and most people said the Broncos. Yeah, I was the only two that thought he would stay. It was either that or retirement, and and, la- yeah. and a couple of days ago was Aaron Rodgers going to retire next week. It was the report, and I guess they spiced up the deal to let him play this year. Um, and then uh, next year they'll decide his future. I actually have a thing here. Uh, the 2023 year in Rodgers' contract, the last one in his current deal, would be voided. No tags allowed in the future. Packers would agree to review Rodgers' situation at the end of this season. Rodgers' contract would be adjusted with no loss of income to give the cap Packers more cap room. Uh, mechanism, mechanisms will be put in place to address Rodgers' issues with the team. So I'm assuming that's what Randall Cobb is, get a 37-million-year-old receiver. Um, Packers' agreement to review the situation after the season implies the team will trade Rodgers if he still feels the way he feels about the Packers' culture and decision-making. So he'll play this year, and we'll see you from there. I bet he retires. If anything, after this year. It seems odd that he decide now because I don't know if you saw two days ago, Devontae Adams said... Uh, He's done too. Yeah, he said they, they broke off contra- contract talks with the Packers. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's because of Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that changes now, like when he thought he wasn't going to be there. They both posted the same Michael Jordan and... Um, I don't know, it was Pippen or Rodman or, you know, one of the boys from back in the day. Um, picture on their, like, separately on their Instagram feed, so I'm assuming they agreed together or something. And Yeah. But, so Rodgers is back. We were we were right on that one. Um, what NFL news do I have? Oh, there's a spicy quarterback battle in Jacksonville uh, between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Uh, and in preparation for the battle, Gardner Minshew had quote of the year already, and the football season hasn't even started. You ready for this quote? Yep. <clears throat> in preparation for the competition, I haven't taken a shit in weeks. Number two isn't an option for me. That's the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard. It would only be better if he was calling Trevor Warren shit, but uh, number two. Yeah, shit. that would be even better, yeah. He's obviously going to be number two, which is even funnier. So, I just, that man is like the epitome of a frat boy, and I love it for some reason. Um, I think that's all the, I'm sure there's more NFL news that you're about to hit me with, but that's all the stuff I had screenshotted. So, we got some football news here. We got a lot this episode. Just you said that, that for both of them. For both shows you mean tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Do you have the Shaquem Griffin thing on there? No. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, Shaquem Griffin is going to go to the Dolphins um, to stay in Florida with his brother, who's on Jacksonville. Um, he won't make the team, I don't think. But that's the other bit of a little bit of news, I guess. Gotcha. Seahawks signed some other players, but they won't make the team either, so it's not even worth mentioning. All right. Oh, you're good. So this first one is actually IFL news. Mm. Go Wild Dogs. Woof, woof. And then you say... Woof, woof. Run wild. Um, the Frisco Fighters are back to their winning ways. They are now 6-2 and two for the second-best record in the league. They won 33-30 to 30 
So another actual fun game to watch against um, the Wranglers. So go fighters, as we always say. Mm, wolf, wolf. <laughs> and speaking of indoor football, mm. did you see the trailer for this new Kurt Warner movie? Mm. I don't like Kurt Warner at all. Really? Yeah, I actually hate him. I've never met anybody who's disliked him. I hate him. What do you not like about him? Almost everything. The way he carries himself, the way he speaks. I just don't like him at all. Wow, that's exactly why I do like him. And yeah. You don't like his story about... Don't care. Playing arena football and working at a grocery store? To... Don't care. Millions of those. There's not millions of those, especially... It's kind of, oh, I had a normal job and now I was a quarterback for something, or I was a football player. Especially not to that level where you're in, like, the lowest league and working a grocery store becoming a Super Bowl Hall of Fame quarterback. That's, like, a whole did, nother... Yeah, he did better, yeah. Um... Well, you're definitely not going to want to see this then. I even think it looks kind of cheesy, but you know my love for indoor football. Mm-hmm. So that already got me excited. And it comes out December 10th. There's already a trailer for it. It definitely looks cheesy okay. and over the top. I mean, his story is, I think, fucking awesome. So I think there's no way around the cheese, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, Zachary Levi is playing Kurt Warner. I think okay. that's a good choice. I think he that's has the Shazam a, guy, right? Yeah. I think he has a, I know you hate Kurt Warner now. I Shazam. realize. Shazam, yeah. 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 But um, I could see that. I, yeah, I like Kurt Warner a lot, and I think he's very charismatic and seems like a good guy. So I think Zachary Levi's a perfect choice for that. We'll see how the movie actually is, though. You'll see how the movie is. We'll all see it. So. We'll get, do a get-together. We'll all see it. We'll do a get-together. I won't watch it. Our fans, us, we'll, go, we'll run out of theater. It's only $99. It is. No, I know it is. It's just not worth it. Okay. I didn't finish the sentence. Spe- <laughs> That's not my fault, sir. <laughs> Speaking of uh, other football leagues, this is a couple weeks old now, but we haven't talked about it. We talked about the rumors of the XFL um, combining with the CFL, the uh, Canadian yeah. Football League. I haven't League. heard anything about that. Really, they announced a couple weeks ago, but I keep forgetting to talk about it. That's why I said this is going to be some big episodes here. I'm here for it. Do you have a lot of things from last week that we missed? Um, Not... In particular, like last week, but so just have, this is a big upset. All right. Well, there's things from all weeks. I'm glad. So, because this is two weeks old at least. I have to be home by 10:30, so <laughs> you'll make it. So, unfortunately, the talks fell through. So, oh yes. The statement from the CFL: Our talks with the XFL, exploring the potential for collaboration and innovation, have been positive and constructive. While we remain open to finding new ways to work together in the future, we and our XFL counterparts have jointly decided to not pursue any formal agreements at this time. Or arrangements at this time, sorry. We at the, uh, the CFL, there's so many fucking leagues, are now squarely focused on preparing for August 5th and the start of our 2021 regular season, which will wrap up with December 12th with playing the 108th Grey Cup in Hamilton, Ontario. We'll be there. And we are looking forward to this year and a bright future for our league. So, um, I think, I guess I wanted this to happen big time. I think there's too many leagues, and I think the more they come together, the better that is, especially for leagues that aren't as stable. I know CFL has always been around for a long time. But they had to take, what, a year and a half off? So I'm sure they lost a shitload of money, especially not being the biggest league to begin with. And then um, the XFL put out their statement. It says, 
While our discussions with the CFL did not ultimately lead to collaboration, the effort reinforced our belief and commitment to developing the XFL for international spring football. We look forward to seeing everyone for kickoff in spring of 2023. So there's a couple things there. A lot of people think the XFL will start in 2022. It's obviously not going to. It's going to start in 2023, which I think is a smart move if not combined with the CFL. I think that's why the 2022 was a possibility because the CFL is not going to delay all the way till then. Yeah. But for a league that is essentially going to be starting up from scratch again, I think the more time you have, the better to prepare yourself for that. And then the CFL statement didn't seem as, I don't know the way to put it, I, doesn't seem as optimistic as XFL, but the one that thing caught my attention XFL when it says they're, um, they reinforce their belief for international spring football, that tells me they don't want to just be the XFL, whether it's just they might talk to the CFL again or something else. Because international obviously means something more than America. So, and there's only American teams in the XFL. So I think it's still a possibility. Could I hope, very well be. I hope so. And then, I hope we get minor league NFL. Mm, I don't think that one's going to happen. <clears throat> but I hear you. Because I'll play in it. You will? Mm. I'll just yeah. join up and play. Yeah, It's like a sign-up sheet, right? You know, I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Next thing I had was yet again why people should not do drugs fantasy drugs fantasy draft this early and that is michael thomas is expected to start or he is put on the the pup list right physically unable to perform yeah i think it sounds cute like a puppy yeah but he's uh expected to return to week seven so that's a good portion of the season he's gonna miss so pretty sure we play them at some point in time i think it's week seven yeah, I, I meant to put it in there. They either he comes back for or expect to come back for the Seahawks game, or that's the last one he's going to miss, one or the other. I think he's expected to be back for it. Okay. Um, so, in turn, the Saints signed Chris Hogan, which I think that's a – it's not like groundbreaking or anything, but I think it's a solid move for a potential replacement. He's just uh, – he, he's, he's a, he's a fill-in, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not going to replace Michael Thomas, but I think getting something that late out of nowhere yeah, isn't a bad guy. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a Walmart clerk. No, what he is, he's a a PLL player. Penis-loving loser. Premier Lacrosse League. That's what he retired uh, the NFL for. He started that's playing right. I didn't know that. professional lacrosse. I didn't know he was back in the NFL. Yeah, he came back for this, so. And then he's still under contract with the PLL for two more years, so he's allowed to go back to that, which I'm guessing he probably will once yeah. he eventually gets cut by the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> once uh, he realizes he won't have a quarterback throwing to him. <laughs> which we'll get to lacrosse at some point on this show, don't worry. I'm sure we will. <laughs> this show we will? Yeah. Well, oh, no, okay. like, or like our show. In pigskin, yeah. in general, we'll get to it. Yes, okay. exactly. The Broncos put out their jersey schedule fuck does that mean oh I, I like all when they're have... alternates and yeah we, no not everyone has done that no because some teams haven't decided they're alternates, alternates oh no yet. i just mean like in general teams do this i figure no we haven't no i mean like yearly i figured do you not ever do it we we do eventually we haven't yet that's yeah that's what yet. i mean just teams in general do it um i don't know that we do it every year no i think we do it weekly hmm 
Interesting. I won't go over every week because obviously the majority of the weeks are wearing the same jerseys. But the ones that aren't the normal orange or the normal white. So against the Raiders in week six. Is that we the Thursday night game? I believe so. This doesn't have the dates on here or the game. That's why I kind of had to count the jerseys. But they're rocking the blue jerseys. And then week 10, they're wearing their color rush against the Eagles. That's probably the Thursday night game. Yeah, probably since color rush. And then there's actually three nights that they're wearing different jerseys. The last week of the season, week 17, is that what that would be, or 18? be 18 now. Yeah. They're wearing their another blue jersey against the Chiefs to end this season. Oh, I'm stupid. The numbers of the weeks. <laughs> I'm a silly little goose. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jerseys. Speaking of jerseys. We talked, I think, last week about this Browns tease. Oh, yeah. The, the mural. I saw it. Yeah, it's why well, you guessed. I didn't see guessed. the mural. I didn't actually end up ever seen either, but it's what you guessed. They're, they unveiled their 1946 throwback uniforms that they'll wear for three games, and they look suspiciously like Browns uniforms. The difference I noticed was this white stripe. Stupid. Yeah, numbers. Did you see the size of the helmet? No. Is it um, that stupid little leprechaun thing? No, it's worse. What is it? Black numbers. Oh, my God. Like it, like It's not even in cool font. It's like the Alabama numbers, how it's just that shitty yeah. font. It just, how do they keep one downing themselves? It's worse, yeah. It's a worse jersey. Sorry, go ahead. You noticed the white strip? Um, that was it. There's not much to say about these. The, letter, the letters on the jersey, they added like an orange accent. Looks terrible. Their, <laughs> their colors are shit. Like, it's just hard to make those colors look good. I think the more white the jersey is, the better it looks. Yeah. Just because white is clean looking. My wife wants me to take the trash to the curb. <clears throat> um, white is really clean looking. And, uh, yeah, it's just the, the less brown and orange you get, the better. Oof. Good thing you had orange there. <clears throat> I want to get canceled. So, the... <laughs> I've already, I think, gotten canceled by individuals on the show like three times. So, shit. I would never cancel you, sir. Pretty sure we've had discussions where you've almost canceled me. I would never. Okay, that's good to know. What's that? <laughs> that's good to know. That's good to know? Yeah. Why do you have to do it like that? I don't know. Okay. So, sorry? I'm tired. Good thing we got two long shows tonight. Yeah, thank God. So. I'm sure you heard that the NFL is requiring players to get vaccinated. Mm, or no, I didn't hear that. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna correct myself. Oh, is that what you're being sassy? Yeah. Well, essentially, they're requiring to get them anyways because they can fire them and let them go. If if an out, well, they can't fire them. They can choose to, but like they're not going to get fired because they didn't. But they can choose to fire them. I think you don't get fired because you didn't do it. I think certain people do if they consider it tier one, because this says Vikings, not Vikings. Offensive line coach Rick Dennison, was, former Broncos coach, yeah. well, assistant coach, is out after he refused the vaccine. The NFL is requiring tier one staff, the player in closest contact with players, such as coaches and equipment managers, to get vaccinated. Okay, so maybe like the head. Okay, but yeah, so, he quit. He didn't get fired. 
Yeah, so he would have gotten fired though, because he's required to get it. So, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, players um, aren't though. That's for sure. Yeah, they're not required to get it, but they are gonna. If they're the ones that, if an outbreak happens and somebody's unvaccinated, then they get the potential to uh, forfeit the game. Yeah, they lose the or game. Or the NFL, checks. yeah, will forfeit. Those game checks, yeah, pretty crazy. It's literally the same rules as last year, except it just for some reason make people are making a bigger deal out of it. Maybe the tier ones are more. Yeah, I don't think that was now. a thing. But it's literally the same rules. There, there's rules. There, there's grounds that you could forfeit games. Um, they were a little bit more lenient, I think, with rescheduling some teams last year, not all of them, or making wide receivers play quarterback. Um, yeah. Um, um, but this year, I think they're sticking to their guns more and be like, oh, we're just going to forfeit the game. But it's, I think it's the same rules for the most part. Yeah, I don't think the forfeit was a thing before. I thought that was – it would suck ass, but I think that's a fair way to do it. And – if they are going to do this forfeit thing, I think it has to be called completely fairly and not like last year where certain teams, they can yeah. delay three weeks to get their top-tier quarterback and the other yeah. teams, there's no possibility, especially if you're going to have forfeiting. Then I think it needs to be across the board even. Yeah. Otherwise, I think I'm totally against that. But like I said, I don't think that's – it would suck ass, but I think it's a – eventually you got to handle something like that if you want the season to flow. Yeah. <clears throat> or just come out and say that you require a vaccine. Don't tiptoe around it because they want to look good. Well, we're not requiring it, but if you don't, we're going to forfeit your team and cost you game checks. And if it's to you, we're going to fucking suck your asshole out, your soul. How do you feel about the um, the tier ones, whatever? Makes all sense those. to me. I, I I feel like you should want to do it if your passion is the football or whatever. You're surrounded by people constantly. You're always with them. It'd, it'd be the same thing that. <sighs> look, all right. So the the vaccine is like a whole nother topic, right? All right, look fat. <laughs> the vaccine is like a whole nother topic. I I don't even know where I stand with it. I haven't gotten it personally. I know. Um, yeah, I, I am scheduled to get it though. I can lower it a little because my wife gets sick very easily. Oh, so and so my dad is sick. So I don't think there's enough information out there you know what i'm saying i feel like there's new variants that the thing doesn't even cover so it's like requiring the vaccine is tough to like sell um but if it lowers your chances and if it makes things flow better and there's no signs that people are dying from it like if your passion is football you should want to get it and if you're the person who's in contact with the people the most maybe they should have a requirement for certain people so coaches maybe that makes the most sense because you're interacting with so many different people maybe the refs or something. i don't know so I, i'm fine with that i i, I don't know I, it's it's tough because it's like a whole nother debate you know of like racing on the vaccine in general and i'm like kind of like yeah i think it's a good thing but i think there's still a lot of unknowns about it oh no that's kind of where i'm at i uh i think definitely the any ref that referees in a game of tom brady should definitely have to get it because they're going to be talking players way more than any other game um all jokes aside we'll did you have joke. that joke in there no okay it looked like it was like prepped <laughs> i was just waiting for, i thought of it while you were talking so i was waiting okay. till you're done so yeah. a little prep but not a note in okay. here <laughs> but uh on a more serious note no i'm about the same as you 
the thing that I have an issue with is how people are reacting to the people that aren't getting it more so, like talking about like their idiot. Like, I uh, hate social media again. It's just people are so fucking loud. Like, did you hear DeAndre Hopkins said he's com- uh, complaining retirement? His, yeah, but he deleted and, it, so he's also a pussy. So I didn't see he deleted. I fucking it. hate DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he's a giant bitch. <laughs> yeah, but like that, I don't, I don't care about him either way. I'm not a fan of him, but. People talk about how NFL players are the greediest and all they care about themselves, and they won't, they'll do anything for money. It's just all about money. And then when somebody's like, yeah, I'm considering getting rid of all this potential money because this thing it worries me that much, even if I'm not that worried about it. He, somebody like him or Rick Dennison's, obviously, if you're willing to lose millions of dollars in your career, then obviously they are more scared of it and think something of it. I think no matter how we feel about it, they should be able to feel their own way. So I, I think it's... they're more against people telling them what to do than they are worried about the vaccine. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it goes person to person. I know in general, the black population, I don't know if you've heard, they're a majority of people that won't yeah. get a vaccine because they've been misguided by the government so many times and mistrusted that there's a ton of black people that think it's like a actual... I think there's a stat at one point that it was... Affecting black people more. Yeah, that I don't. You I did see that, that I don't, but I'm pretty sure it might have been a while ago too. Yeah, I did see that. I don't know if that's true, but I, <clears throat> I definitely think it makes sense that they're the ones getting it the least, and that they're the most hesitant to get it. And obviously, the majority of NFL is black, so I don't know. I think it's weird to criticize and make them look bad when, like I say, especially when the people are doing that, the main people talk about how NFL players, all they care about is money, and then when they're... Oh, that's an interesting take. When they're yeah, potentially willing to give up all that, it obviously means something to them, even if you don't agree with it. Yeah, I guess I take it a different way. I think it's more about them being told what to do. And them not liking that. I bet it is for some. I think it's... I'm sure it's like everything. There's many different directions. I feel like some are definitely that way, and even if it, they are doing it, are not I, to yeah, do I feel like the loud ones are that way. And then there's Cole Beasley. So, Did you see his rant? No. You can keep telling your point. I'll, I'm just going to look up Cole Beasley's rant. I, I don't want to have <clears throat> too much to say on this. Yeah, I just think even if that is what they're doing, they just don't want to be told. People should be able to make whatever decisions they want, no matter how we feel about it or whatever. So even if that is what they're doing, they're willing to sacrifice millions of dollars in their career. So if they're willing to do that because they don't want to be told, then that's how many. Only one person has said that though, and then he had deleted it because he's a pussy. The well, coach is one thing. Yeah, I said that's one that's for sure. One out of the. I don't know. I, I feel like you're being, which is fine. I just feel like it's it's very. I think it's applying a very small portion to a very big crowd. But just because one coach that quit and one guy that deleted a tweet because he backed off of it well these rules just got put in place too i don't think these are gonna be the last two i think they've be been more. for a few weeks now we'll see i bet there'll be more and like i say even if it's just one player i still think as far as the principle of treating people different and saying how football players are greedy and all they care about is money and then they're willing to forfeit that and then somehow you still make fun of them i think is odd I just, I just would like to see the NFL player that actually is willing to forfeit it. Because I haven't seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen your point play out. So I have a hard time agreeing with it. I guess I, there's going to be somebody, so we'll see. Cool, maybe. 
maybe it won't be a top tier player, and then maybe that will be a different point. But you're still going to be still if you're in the NFL, money. you're making decent money. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I'm not fully on board with it yet. Cause I haven't seen it yet. That's all I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing. Want to make that clear? I'm not trying to be argumentative. Cole Beasley seems like a piece of shit, by the way. Um, Michael Irvin, if you're unvaccinated, that means you don't want to win badly enough. Cole Beasley. This isn't what I was trying to read, by the way. Ooh, I don't want to like it. Jesus. Get away from that man as much as possible. Um, well, of course I lost it, but... Uh, oh, that's not what it means. You can be vaccinated and not do all the right things. Football-wise, be at your best... Players are going to be out there with COVID, and we won't know because the NFL gets tested once a week, so the NFL can make their money. Pretty sure the NFL gets tested multiple times a day. Um, This is just him battling people. His whole Twitter is him battling. He got wrecked. His view was awful. He's also a rapper. Are you going to get his new album? <laughs> just came out in April. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's taking a little bit. It's, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. If I can't find it in the next like 20 seconds, I'll just stop. He might have deleted it, to be honest with you. Um... The Players Association is a joke. Call it something different. It's not for the players. Everyone gives me the 98% of people who are vaccinated don't get COVID again. The odds of me getting in the NFL and playing for 10 years are lower than that, and I'm here. Okay. I understand why the NFL is doing this. It gives them back the freedom to make the most money as possible. Again, if everyone is vaccinated, I could see that push. I could do more. But also there's a safety issue that I'm sure they're worried about, or they wouldn't have been willing to lose all the money last year. Um, you can still pass COVID even if you're vaccinated. Um, it's okay. Here we go. Look, I'm going to live my one life like I want to, regardless. Hi, I'm Cole Beasley, and I am not vaccinated. I'll be outside doing what I do. I'll be out in public. If you're scared of me, steer clear. Get vaccinated. Point blank. Period. I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. I have family members whose days are numbered. If they want to come see me and stay at my house and they are coming regardless of protocol, I don't play for the money anymore. My family has been taken care of. Find me if you want. My way of living and my values are more important to me than a dollar. It's fine. I love my teammates and enjoy playing ball because all the outside bullshit goes out the window in those moments. I just want to win the Super Bowl and enjoy these relationships. I'm not going to take meds for a leg that isn't broken. I'd rather take my chances with COVID and build up my immunity that isn't broken. What? Build up my immunity... Oh, that way. Eat better, drink water, exercise, and do what I think is better as an individual. That is my choice. I don't know if this is the quote, by the way. I'm just, this is a big thing he posted. I'll play for free this year and live my life. He won't, by the way. If I'm forced into retirement, that's what he'll actually do. Uh, so be it. I'll enjoy it. I get to live freely with my wife, kids, and extended family forever. That's where I stand. That's not the right quote, but kind of a point. Kind of where he's at. He just, um, I think the big thing is he kept saying things like, I'm going to go do this stuff regardless. I don't care if they get it or I get it. 
Like, it's not going to make a difference if we're vaccinated or not. It's just, like, ignorant shit like that. Like, oh, people are just going to come do it no matter what, so fuck it, I'm just going to do it. So he took the ignorant stance and laid on that pretty hard. Well, if, if you get COVID no matter what, then why fucking worry about it? So, very interesting. He's an interesting person. And he, he gets roasted for... That was in June. And everything else was just months of him having to fight people on his tweet. Because maybe there were some points in there that are fine. Definitely an ignorant undertone. So. That's your guy. I don't like him. But he is a rapper. <laughs> April 26th. He new EP. See, you're fucking plugging him. Mm-hmm. It's called Beasley's World. I don't know if that is actually what it's called. Speaking of world. So, Oklahoma and Texas have left the Big 12. So now they're the Big 10. No, and the reason I say world is because... There's a perfect segue. Bingo. Yep. They're applying to be in the SEC and beginning in July 1st, 2025, which seems like a fake number, but sadly isn't that far away. But also, what are they going to do in these next four years? Do they just do the Notre Dame thing where they're not in a conference? Probably. Just live the Notre Dame dream. That's some bullshit. Make their own conference with Notre Dame. I wish, because Notre Dame just had a fucking free ride. It is fucking nuts what they get to do. Um, what do you think about this? I don't care. You don't care? I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, I think both of them joined the SEC, a conference everybody already says is stacked and gets way more tension. I don't think it's good for any other conference. And... I don't think it would be good for Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, going, they were fine in the Big 12. They were doing really good in the Big 12. I think they're going to be lower tier in the SEC. They'll always have to compete with the better teams in the SEC. I'm just wondering more so what this means for college football in general because is there going to be the Big 10 versus the SEC soon? They're just dwindling away on oh, all these conferences. Worry, they have 10 billion more conferences. <laughs> They're dwindling away fast, though. I mean, they have other ones, but they're just keeping it less and less known because every big team keeps leaving. And Texas actually hasn't been good for a while, but the name is still gigantic. Getting somebody like Texas yeah. would still be huge. So I don't know if the Big Ten's going to try and fight that. There's rumors of them getting Kansas, which wouldn't do much for football, but would be huge for basketball, obviously, because okay. um, obviously the conference is a whole, not just football. But... Yeah, I'm wondering what happened in these four years that they just float around. And I'm wondering, big picture, what this means for college football and conferences in general. Don't. Yeah, it probably means some sort of rule change eventually to where when you, when and if you can leave. But I don't think it would change it that much. Scheduling would get a little different. Not just those two leaving, I just mean... Uh, the biggest names just leaving these conferences. I don't see how it couldn't affect college football in a, in a big way, especially this is still four years till they join, potentially join it, which is weird to think yeah. about. So by then, there's going to be so many mis- moving pieces in the Big Ten trying to probably counteract that. Yeah, I'm sure the and, Big 12 will get more teams to fill those voids. And I don't know if they will, though. That's why I think it just seems like the Big Ten and the SEC, maybe it'll get smaller schools but they're not going to be able to get somebody as big as texas and oklahoma so and my guess is the big 12 eventually is going to dwindle away like a lot of conferences have lately but 
I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. And the SEC is good. I like to hate them and make fun of them. But I think they definitely get too much credit. I think there's like a, even the fucking lowest tier teams in the SEC get more credit than a really good Big yeah. Ten team, which I think there's is. There's a shitload of teams in the SEC. Yeah. And a lot, and most of them are bad. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. There's some, I was at the top tier are really good. And I'm not going to argue that even if I hate them. But yeah, there's so many bad ones. I think people. I think the the normal argument should be I think there are more quality teams in the SEC compared to the other conferences. But the SEC is also huge. Yeah. Like a Big Ten has. 12 now. 12. Yeah. I was going to say 11? 12. I think 12. I could be like wrong. Two of them are consistently good. The ACC has one that's good all the time. And that's just the past whatever amount of years. Yeah. The Big 12 had a couple, <laughs> and that was good. And so it's just, I think the SEC just has more, more, but they also have like a shitload more schools. So I think it's the only reason why they have more quality. Because they have more quantity. Yeah. That's what and, I make. I think that's from a sane SEC fan. I um not arguing with you because I agreed. But I would say Ohio, um, not Ohio State. The Big Ten consistently has three good teams. I think they kind of rotate like Ohio State, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan sneaks in there sometimes. I think there's consistently three, at least three really good teams, like top tier teams. Penn State do anything like significant in a while. They were awful last year, but I think before last year they were consistently near the top, like near playoffs I had to go back and look but I think last and that's what was so weird about them last year they fucking fell apart after being so good for so good long for a little while yeah I don't know I would just the consistency I think there's consistently like more of the years than not you'll get good teams out of like six or seven SEC and like two in the Big Ten and Wisconsin is usually pretty good Penn State has their years Michigan hasn't been good since Harbaugh um. Yeah, he's just he's done so bad and it's so awesome because he's also a forty nine er guy. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, ooh, yeah. I wish this was an, is this an actual thing? It is nice. I hate him. Good. You want to hear what his quote? Yes, his quotes are great. He's also a psychopath. Yeah, the whole press conference. I thought maybe it's just a quote. The press conference is worse if you watch it. He said, I've "Seen a few of his. He's an idiot." He said. We're going to beat Ohio State or die trying. So that's I all think, that they care about. Nothing else matters. I to think Michigan. they're going to die trying. Probably. Um, <laughs> so Ohio State has other things to do, like win national championships, go to the playoffs. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, and Michigan only care about beating one team in the regular season. You notice there's weird thing Michigan fans do though that they say they don't care about Ohio State. Their real rivalry is Michigan State, and nobody in Michigan cares about no, Michigan. They say that to ease the pain. I know. That's, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you recognize that. Yeah. Which oh, is I funny because they're not much better than yeah. Michigan. Yeah, not. Michigan State either. I think Michigan State has been at least better more often than Michigan has lately. Oh, they have, and they've uh, they beat Michigan State I think once since he's taken over. So yeah, <laughs> they've done so a little bad. better against Ohio State, it's but so I mean against Michigan he's the State. Jeff Fisher of fucking college. Yeah, the whole press conference watching it was just kind of cringy. I was like, I don't, how are you doing this right now? I feel bad for him. A little bit, but then he just gets so arrogant out of nowhere that I'm like, fuck this guy. Yep. <laughs> you want to hear something crazy? Sure. I know there's a lot of just things like products that weren't around and stuff the last time Michigan beat Ohio State. Oh, sure. This is one that kind of caught me off guard. This was because the uh, NBA championship was going on. It says, Chris Paul was a 15-year-old sophomore in high school. 
my man couldn't legally drive yet. He's now a 36-year-old NBA legend. Yeah, I was like, holy funny. fuck. Last week we were literally talking about how I was like, oh, yeah, Chris Paul's been in the league for a million years. I hope he wins. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I hate Ohio State with a burning passion, but even I understand that oh, Michigan yeah. is just so fucking stupid. <laughs> and they just – it's not a rivalry. And it matters so much to them, and they want it to, to act like it doesn't so bad. And I think at this point, Ohio State fans just like, yeah, we get to beat Michigan again and then go to the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah, and it's going to suck because you and me being Ohio State fan, they're going to beat us just a matter of time. No matter, yeah. even, even if we have a great year, it's just bound to a slip up or they're better than us. And you'll never hear that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's going to have Browns fans, and I know that day is coming. It's just a matter of when. But, and then every year they think they're going to, like the Browns fans, this is our year, so. No matter when it happens, they're going to be right because they said it every year. Yeah. So unless it never happens, Browns fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Even every dog has his day in college. Yeah. Penn State shouldn't have won that one time a few years ago, right? Yeah. In Penn State, fucked the whole season up. Yeah, they've done it to a, a couple times, yeah. unfortunately. Usually at Penn State, <clears throat> and it's usually raining or yeah. something fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. Anytime Harbaugh looks like an idiot, I'm down to <laughs> I'm down to hop on that train, even if it means I have to hop on Ohio State for a little bit. Yeah, you should watch the whole press conference and you enjoy it. I haven't it. seen one in a while. It was his, bad. His Niners ones were rough. <laughs> um, sticking to Ohio State just for a little bit longer. I know you're not Ooh, a fan. Okay. But, I'm probably going to hop off now, though. Okay, no, that's fine. I think you'll still be impressed. Um, Ohio State now has the top uh, recruiting class yeah, in so. 2022 in basketball and football, which I thought was fucking nuts. Football is not that surprising, but basketball and having them in the same year is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's also... They're pretty um, consistent on football, right? They're yeah, always that's, in the top. Yeah, they're always in the top five, but oh, not always the top one. And yeah, then yeah. to have both is... Or number one, not top one. Yeah. No, yeah. And then just one more thing on that. Their top ten recruits they've had in their history, um, three of them are in this year, so... Number one, oh, sorry, that was in 22 there. Um, their number one recruit of all time, like highest rated. Ever. And, yeah, in is highest rate history, is in the 2022 draft. That's where I got mixed up. Okay. But then this year, 2021, is number four and five in their history. Or so the last two years. So they'll be in years. this team, right? Yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah, those two will. The next guy will be in the next team. Okay. So, yeah, I messed up a little there, but I think you get the point. I do know. And yeah. that's fucking... That's so crazy because no matter how you feel, Ohio State obviously have had crazy players. So to have the top three in the next two years is yeah. fucking nuts and the top one ever. But we'll see how it actually happens. Yeah. Obviously, top recruits don't yeah. always end up being the best players. Yeah. Bad recruits can be good. Good recruits can be bad. Yeah. But I'm sure. Sure, they'll be good as all high State players are, it seems like. So a couple of fun things that you'll like to, before you get out of football. These are... I've liked everything so far. Oh, okay. I have a Jags thing at the end. Oh. Yeah, it's a, something we can all participate in, too. Oh. Me, you, the fans. Is this uh, going back to the Jaguars? No, 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 Okay, no. once you said the fans, I was like, uh-oh. No, no, no. You like how I haven't said that word yet, though? Like, at all, since we've been together? I've either said Jacksonville or Jags? No, just let it, let it be, man. Oh. Be you. Be you. I, didn't you see in the comments? I said to uh, Trev Dog. The Trevster. Yeah, Golden Trevor. Golden <coughs> State Trevors. I told him that Jaguar <laughs> seems to be a regional thing, and Midwesterners say Jaguar, so maybe Isn't I'm safe to say Isn't that what I was arguing it. last week, that some people in different areas just say Well, yeah, you were in general, but the Jaguar one I didn't 
I don't think that was a Midwestern thing. I think that's what Warsh is too. That one is, but and see, I Mario. tried to get away from that. That's what it's a regional thing. That one, that's You're just assholes on the East Coast. Just <laughs> yeah, but it's that. a regional thing. We're we're the assholes in the Midwest. Well, yeah, but like I said, that one you can't argue because his name's Mario. Like in the game, it says it's me, Mario. But it's you can argue that's Jaguars, not Jaguars. It's the same stance. If the creator said that, then I'd be like, all right, then it probably is that. But then we're just the assholes in the Midwest that say wires instead of wars. You said you didn't want to talk about the Jaguars. Sorry. Go ahead. Jaguars. Um, Jaguars. So hopefully you didn't see these. These are just some fun things I saw. So I probably did. I'm just terrible at screenshotting. I try to remember, but I really am bad. Well, these were just like fun stats I saw on the NFL page that they were sharing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see. So this player <clears throat> has Ooh. never dropped an end zone target in his career. Tyler Lockett. Bingo. Did you know that or I you did. saw that? I didn't know that. Okay. So is that fucking crazy? Oh yeah, that's why I saved all of these. These were all ones. I was like, "What the fuck?" That is nuts. So the most games with 400 plus yards since uh, 2016. So like 400 yard passing in in uh, different games. Passing. Most, yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, 400 pass yards. If I didn't say that since 2016. Mm-hmm. Who is that quarterback? Most 400 yards. Um, it's not Mahomes. It wouldn't be Allen. He's too young. It's not gonna be Rodgers because he's efficient. Russell. I wouldn't have guessed if that helps you at all. Maybe I confuse you more. But Brady. Um, Deshaun Watson. No, Dak Prescott. Oh, damn! I was on the right path, though. I feel like yeah, that makes sense to me. He has crazy good fantasy games. Oh, yeah, I know he does. I just, I would put him not mid-tier, but I wouldn't think about him in, like, probably top 10 when I was thinking, just, like, offhand. I, if I was ranking, I might, but if I was yeah, just thinking, I'd be like, actually going through yeah. It, yeah. Top 12, so, probably. This player holds the NFL record with 25 plus-yard touchdowns. Who is this player? 60-yard touchdowns? Yeah, 60-plus. Is this like in recent time, or is this just of all time? It says holds the NFL record, so I think there's nobody in the history that has it. Are they more recent or older? Oh, yeah, they're more recent. Player is. Um, Stephon Diggs. Deshaun Jackson. So That also makes sense. Yeah. I just wouldn't... I would never guess that, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um... I think that was all I had for those. I did see this crazy-ass thing. This is another thing I know people break down a lot, but this was one of the crazier ones I saw. So Patrick Mahomes' contract is a 10-year, $500 million. Mm-hmm. So you want to hear a breakdown of what he makes every every year and every day and all this? Oh, uh, did someone do this? Okay. Yes. I, like I said, I know people do this all the time. This is the craziest one I've seen. So I just deleted it. Oh. That's what I did. But going we're going to get to your deleted yeah. folder. I just can't. I clicked on us. Where is it? It's gone. There we go. So his contract is $503 million for 10 years. In a year, he makes $50.3 million. In a day, he makes $137 million. Or a thousand, oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, no, that math wouldn't add up. Every hour, he makes 5700 Every minute, he makes $96. And every second he makes a dollar sixty. That's crazy. Yeah, which is fucking nuts. And it's also weird to just break things down like that because if 
obviously if you do the math, that makes sense. But if you like just hearing a dollar sixty every second, you know, that's not that much money. But then no, when you really think so about that, it'll just amplify money. so fast. Yeah, it's a new video game every minute. <laughs> that's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that's nuts. I think going back to that Tyler Lockett thing, just that's so yeah. incredible. Have you seen that a lot of his end zone targets? I've seen some. Most yeah. of them are the toe tapping, like oh, barely yeah. fucking catching it, and the fact that he's never dropped one of those in the end zone is is mind boggling. I love Tyler Lockett. <laughs> I I think he's like a top. He's super underrated. Would you suck his dick? I would suck any dude's dick, but I ain't gay. He's he's got to be in the top. He's he's in the top. He's probably not. The, he's probably not the best route runner. He's super consistent on catching. He had 10 touchdowns last year. I don't know. He's super underrated. He's probably the top 10. You put him in top 10, but would you put him in like the bottom five? Mm, that's an interesting thought. No. All right, we're going to debate that sometime. Okay, we'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate you. So the last bit of football news is some sad news, unfortunately. Uh-huh. We've been doing that every week recently. Uh, we talked about last week, Greg Knapp, oh, yeah, the bike accident. Yeah. He passed away on Thursday. Ago. Yeah. So, unfortunate there. Yep. Nothing to add, obviously. Yeah, just sad. sad news. Yep. That's sad. Now, we can talk about soccer. Sure. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> last time we were on here, the crew had played 13 games. 5-5-3 five, five, and three for 20 points in 6th place in the East. Which is good for the playoffs. That is, yeah. Yep. Um, that was a question and a statement. You know what? That's why I appreciate you because sometimes you're a question and you're a statement. Mm. You know what I'm saying, brother? I hear you. Um, and what are you doing? I'm going to see if that fit over the mic. It fits over my ears being blown out. That's what just <laughs> happened. Oh, we keep them over here so that way. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, but anyways, now they have played 15 games and are 6-6-3 six, six, and three for 24 points and moved up one spot to number five. Gotcha. They had an exciting 0-0 tie against Nashville, and then they won one nothing against Atlanta on... Hot Atlanta. Um, ABC nationally televised in uh, Atlanta. There are 67,000 people there. They said that at least 12 times. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, Crew fans, somebody had a great tweet that said, uh, the crew played a great game, but I'm really confused how he won because they had 67,000 fans. I was like, because that's just all the commentators were focused on for Atlanta. They weren't talking about their players or how good the goalie was. Gotcha. I was like, that's pretty funny. I don't, I recognize how they were over saying that, but uh, that is a funny tweet. Um, some more sad news we didn't talk about last week Mm. that relates to the crew. Uh, Bismarck, died. Does that relate to the crew? Yeah. Um, loosely, I'm assuming? Yeah, loosely. Well, loosely, yes. They have a... <laughs> so it doesn't relate at all? No, it does. They have the chances, you know, in the Nordic, in the songs yeah, they sing. They sure do. And one of them is Oh Baby Crew. Oh, my and, God. And when they were saving the crew, they even got uh, Bismarck to record a video where he sang, <laughs> uh, We Got to Save the Crew. And he could tell he's just fucking yeah, gone, but yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, rest in peace, Bismarcky. Might put in the end of the video. They had a great chant, and uh, we're all singing you it. Should. Yeah, well, 
it's gonna be awful if you're listening to this on audio because there's gonna be just you know yeah okay i would put it here but that'd just be too much um and then the last thing that's not the last thing i had you silly man what the fuck are you talking about okay lucas zellerayan you know him Mm -hmm. big guy big crew guy he's pretty oh i was gonna say pretty small but big crew guy though oh you are no he he is like he's like a big around the crew area he is yeah yeah so uh, all the people that follow the crew know him that's true so he set the uh the crew record already we're less than halfway through the season for most free kick goals at four and the league record is six and we are he said nine halfway through the season so pretty crazy feet there. Nuts. Ah, feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, crew. <laughs> Damn. You need to come to a game. You got it, kid. Um, I've cr- one. Well, I'll show you the way. Okay. We'll talk about the, it on the podcast. <laughs> we're on it. You want to talk? Oh, I'm good. You can talk. The crew are unbeaten in their last five games. Their last 10 games, they have 19 points. What a funny so, way to word that tweet or to word that. They're unbeaten in the last five, ten, five games? Yeah. How many have they won in the last five games? They've won... One? Two. Two. It's yeah. just a funny way to word it, because I hate ties. Oh, you know I'm with No, I know. Yeah. It's just a funny way to word it. Yeah. I know you didn't, but... But no, that is a really impressive stat. They've had one loss in their last ten games. Yeah. So, it is crazy. Um, it is. I'm not taking it away. I oh, no, hate, I, I just hate ties. You know who was at the crew game in Atlanta? Not. <laughs> that was fucked up. Who? That was going to be dark. What was it that? Was. I, I, we don't need to say it. We'll talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, we're on it. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, please. What were you going to say? Did. Go ahead. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Kanye West was there. I love Kanye West. Do you actually? I do like Kanye West, yeah. Do you want to see what this man dressed like? Sure. To watch a soccer game? I bet it makes sense. Yeah, that adds up. Was that really him? Yeah. And... I question if it was him, but then his story that day was him at the game. I don't know why he was doing that. <laughs> he's a guy. That's so he sure. got to see the crew win. I think that's what he's there for, judging by his outfit. Yeah, he looks like he's definitely not there to rob it. That's for sure. <laughs> you should put that picture up for sure. I was going yeah, yeah, to try and have to remember to do that. The only other soccer news I had, the U.S. won again. Yeah. In the Gold Cup, beating Jamaica 1 nothing. Yeah. Jossie Zardes set up the goal, another assist from a crew Woo! player. More bad news for the crew, though, because oh. that means he stays with the national team and he's one of the best players oh. in the country. But I like said good and bad, sod. Um, they play again against Quater on Thursday. Go USA. Right? Go America. Go America. And then. We can get some baseball. Baseball. Cleveland Guardians. Official. We're starting with that, huh? Yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind before I even pull out my phone. Okay. Um, what do you think? I have some thoughts. I, bet, I know you do. I know you do. So, <clears throat> I also have thoughts. I have thoughts on thoughts. <laughs> I am a thought. That's what I was talking about, my guy. So, obviously, you know my overall view. I don't think they should ever change Love it. the Indians in general. I fucking hate them. Uh-huh. I hate Cleveland. I think a fair compromise, even though I knew they would never do it, would have been the Tribe. I know you said you agree with that, but that I knew There's that was going to happen. There's two other ones that I remember now that I thought they should have changed it to. Let's hear them. 
Um, fuck. Wild Things oh would have been fucking sweet. The Tribe, and then there was what was the other one? The Rockers. Yeah, I didn't really like that one. It's way too close to the Rockies, which is already that thing. is close to the Rockies. But I also am in the stance that I like the Guardians, and I said that last week, so I would have been cool with any of those. So here's my thing. Um, these statues and the idea of it, I can admit, is cool. But we're all acting like we know who these statues are, and there's some deep heritage. You know as well really? as I... People are, yeah. You can find countless articles, not just people talking on Twitter. And I think... Um, wasn't you last week? You said, I think there's... I can't remember what it is, but there's like a deep connection to it. No, there's a bridge connection to... Yeah. And they're the guardians of traffic. And I was like, that sounds... Yeah pretty dumb um the look is cool i can admit that but yeah everybody talking about like there's a, some deep connection to cleveland with it i've been to cleveland countless times i don't remember seeing these things i'm not gonna lie to you i mean i didn't know i thought they were made up things i didn't know they were but I, i'm not a clevelander so i don't die cleveland I'm sure people that die cleveland know about them do they though because that's my <laughs> next point you know as well as i do people from cleveland don't shut the fuck up about the dumbest things i've never heard anybody talk about these guardians before they didn't need to. Now they need to. But if it's that deep, you don't need a team to tell you that. You should know that. Um, I saw this great meme. I don't look too much into it. That's funny. Right? That's really funny. I didn't get enough credit. I thought yeah, you that liked that. That should also be up on the screen. My trimer put there. Um, That's fantastic, yeah. So, with saying all that, if we're just judging the name purely by the name... Let's say it's the Milwaukee Guardians. <laughs> I think that doesn't sound as good, but uh, I thought it sounded better for some reason. Really, I yeah. think the Georgia Guardians would sound good. The G's, but I, don't know, I think a C sounds better with it. Than it does, M. doesn't it? Gar, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I think if we're pushing all that aside, I think Guardians is a better name than the Indians. Just oh, name do you? for name. But I also think Guardians is not a great name. I think it sounds very minor league. I think the logo looks even more minorly than the name sounds. Is that your thoughts on it? All of them? Um, Before I start keeping... I have a bad problem just jumping in, so... That's my thoughts. Fuck Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i in the stance that I like the name Guardians. I don't mind it. It does feel a little minor league, but man, the minor league names are so much worse, as we pointed out last week. And, and I don't think it's that much worse than some of the other names that are in baseball i mean there's some awful names in baseball so um i just don't like the logos i think they're and, and i'm there's the, the there's a shop here in ohio it's a local store i think it's in the mall i think they might have a, like in their own place where i'm from where i'm from thank you um they are making designs of the guardians and they look fucking incredible so much cooler than what the baseball or the C's on the looks awful. I like the name Guardians. I don't like the design. I hope they realize that the design team sucks and hire someone else. But I think the word Guardian looks fine um, across the jerseys. I think the color scheme works and it. They, they're keeping the same font. And I think it works. So um, a lot of people are like, it still has the ENs, like Indians. You know what I mean? So it's like uh -huh. they're keeping the tradition there a little bit. I'm like, I don't think they thought about that, but I'm cool with you thinking that if you want. I think they just had some names in mind, and Guardians was one of them. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty epic. I think it's pretty cool. So 
again, I care about, and this is what it came down to, even with the whole Seattle thing too with me. I care about the city and the team more than I care about the name, so you gotta change it. Guardians isn't that bad, so. They're fucking way better than the Spiders. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Epic's probably the last word I'd use to describe it, but tweets their own. Um, the idea of Guardians are kind of badass. <laughs> and the I, statue. Like, the idea is epic. A bridge guarding traffic is not very cool. Don't, don't get me wrong. The idea of the massive Guardians, though, is badass and epic. Did you watch the intro video? I did. With Hanks? Yeah, that... I I like it's Tom incredible. Hanks as much as anyone, but Cleveland always hypes up about their hometown heroes and Cleveland Knights. What the fuck are they? Cleveland Cleveland Knights? I don't know. Oh, sure. And then you just hire like the most well-known guy. You could have gotten so many people from Cleveland to do that, like and you Drew just Carey. get Tom Hanks. Yeah. So I fuck that. You didn't think it was cool? No, I was. Oh. It pissed me off. I, was I like, think if you could step back outside of your hate, you would realize it was a pretty cool video. I think. I don't think I could because, like I said, Cleveland Clevelandites, we're going to call them, are all about their city and sticking to Cleveland, and then you just get, like, they the did, biggest name. The Clevelandites didn't hire them. The Indians. Yeah, but you can team. still criticize it. and The Guardians team. You can still criticize it, and I don't see any Cleveland fans doing that. Why wouldn't you think they'd be like, what the hell? Or Cleveland. Awesome. They didn't say we're making this video from the heart of Cleveland, from the heart of a Clevelander. Here's a cool video. They don't need to look into it anymore. I don't know. I think if it was a crew video, I'd be like, oh, it's cool. We got Tom Hanks. But then I'd be like, wait, what the fuck? Why didn't they get somebody from Columbus? Why so do you need Tom Hanks need to. to do that? Because Tom Hanks is awesome. That's what I'm saying. Even if it was my team, I don't think I'd. I'd really? I'd, yeah. I they got for the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl intro, they had fucking Kurt Russell. Well, that's different because you have both teams. So it's not like a, it you can't awesome. pick somebody from Denver or Seattle. You could pick one from each. Why didn't they do that? You're not irate about that? Um, I think it'd be kind of odd to have two, but still, that's a a nationally televised game where it's not like the introduction to your team of the to the city and okay. your brand new team. If it was if it was based like oh we're doing this, I just I just think if it was based out of something differently, it would matter. But as an introduction video, I don't think it matters. It's like hiring any well known actor to voice over something. Fuck it, <laughs> you just don't like Cleveland that much, I think. No, I, well, I don't like Cleveland, but I said I could judge it from him you, doing it. You wouldn't it. get a little hyped over a Tom Hanks Columbus Crew video? Like I said, I would think at first, oh, like shit, it's Tom Hanks. Fucking... But now, wait a second, what the fuck? We have so many people from Columbus and Colum the crew, and people from Columbus are so enthusiastic about being Columbus. And Colum it's not Denzel Washington. No. Tom Hanks. And then you know what I think? I'd be like, Denzel Washington probably figured out who the crew was when he read the script, and he's like, Definitely. the crew. So, oh, why the fuck? I don't want Denzel Washington. He doesn't know about I think the crew. care more than most people. But Clevelandites care about their their sports teams a lot. They do. And their tradition well, they care of the about city. The looks of their they, – they, they appear to care about their team. <laughs> hey. Go Guardians. That rolls off nicely. Go Guardians, go go. The uh, you know what go the nurse. thing they should look forward to the most is that they are now undefeated against the Reds. Well, next year they will be. Oh yeah, you know they're all these bad records. Yeah, all these bad records. They can just put them out the window, and they're all the good ones too gone. Yeah, 
There are a lot of those too. I don't remember them. Okay. Seems selective. Which well, just I wasn't born in eighteen hundreds. <laughs> They've had recent success as well. <laughs> um quite a lot of it actually. Um I don't know, none of the fans showed up so I didn't see it. <laughs> I was actually there some for some reason. <laughs> um speaking of the Reds, the Mariners Yeah. It's pretty good, right? That's pretty bad. Oh. I need to teach you about segways. Oh. Speaking of we'll segways, the Mar- we'll talk about it on the podcast. Mariners have been crushing it this week for no reason. They're in the same spot they were in. Six games out of first, but they play- had a huge series <clears throat> against the Athletics, who they are now one game behind. They won three of four this last week, which is fucking awesome. But most importantly, did you see this game the other night against the Astros? No. Dude. So, I, you know I don't pay attention to baseball. And I didn't watch the game, for, for, for just so everyone's clear. I didn't watch the football game, or the right. baseball game, as you can tell. They were down 0-7. to seven. Don't know what anything doesn't matter. It was late, though. It was pretty late. 0-7, uh-huh. um, to seven, and Astros fans had their asterisk jerseys on, which are kind of funny. But they were shitting on Mariners fans. They were just, the tweets were miserable against, oh, you guys are fucking trash, blah, 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 just shitting on them. Mariners come back to win 11-8. And I think it's in, like, the last three innings. And it was fucking awesome to watch the meltdown on Twitter of Astros fans. I don't even give, give a shit about it, the Astros. I just liked that interaction. Yeah, I hear it. Um, and the Houston, fact that they, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem by Luke Combs. Um... No, but they've been doing incredible. They're still six games out of first, though. But they're one game behind the A's, and they've just been doing really well lately. The Guardians are... They're the Indians still. The Guardians are six, four and six in their last ten games. They're nine and a half games out of first behind the White Sox. That just seems like a losing battle. Um, And holding a decent lead on the rest of... Well, holding second place well from the other teams. But, that doesn't even go in effect till next year. So that's all. That's all I'll talk about the Guardians. Now you're doing a reverse of what you got at me for when I said they're the Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> um, the Reds. Last time we talked, we're Mariners traded Kendall Graveman to the Astros. That just happened. Houston, we have a problem. By Luke Combs, that's the most well-known thing. Houston, we have problems from. <laughs> um, the Reds, last time we talked, were 48 and 46, seven and a half out from the Brewers, which is a terrible baseball team name. Um, yeah, I would rather have the Guardians and the Brewers. <laughs> and uh, they are now 51 and 49 and seven games back. So they made a half game jump there, but uh, still over 500 and still a decent way back. So sad day for us Reds fans. Um, some Red news I didn't talk about last week. Michael Lorenzen hadn't played a game this year. He's a, a decent relief pitcher, which is rare for the Reds that I talked about mm-hmm. in here. That's their biggest ball. Sure, yeah. And he came back, I think it would have been a week and a half ago, and pitched one inning and got hurt and hasn't been back since. Sweet. And you should look this guy up. I think you would like him a lot. He has a really good story. Um, he's a pitcher, and he's also a good hitter. Not like... Um, the one guy we talked yeah, about. Yeah, nothing like that, but good for a, a, a pitcher and um it was two seasons ago his dad passed away and he hit a home run that game nice. so he also seems like the most down-to-earth guy which uh there's definitely some red players that aren't 
So kind of fucked up to happen to him. Um, the uh, game after the All Star break, Nick Cassiano, somebody we talked about on here many times, mm-hmm. one of the Reds' best players, if not the best. The game after the All Star break, he got hurt and is on the uh, injured list now. Nice. With the uh, uh, wrist, it's cut off there, but uh, micro fraction. There we go. Literally okay. So, not good. I don't think he's came back since. Um, something cool with him. His son, I think he's like eight years old, drew a shirt of his dad. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you, and made it for him to wear. That's awesome. And the Reds actually started selling in their team shop, and then uh, all the money goes to charity. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. And his, I haven't yet. I want to accept that they're not going to sell them very long. Yeah. And they have a cool video of his run, uh, his son running through the shop and seeing it and freaking out. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, let's see. The trade deadline for MLB is July 30th, so creeping up fast here. The Reds haven't made a single move, and there's no reports of them going after relievers, so it could be real bad. Um, hopefully it happens fast here because they need it badly. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah. Joey Votto has hit three home runs in three days. A lot of people thought he's washed up for about three years now for some reason, even though he keeps playing well. Um, and then we talked on here weeks ago. I don't know if you remember this one. It was early episodes, maybe even way back in the Brohawks days. Do mm. you remember those days? <sighs> Barely. The old studio yeah. and everything. We didn't even have a studio yet, remember? Yeah, I remember it was, that. It was just whew, us in the, in the basement. basement yeah, just yeah. worn down. Yeah. Um, but we talked about Amir Garrett getting suspended from the Reds. This was after Nick Cassianos got suspended. And as a, I showed you a video... Is after he pitched and he looked towards the Cubs dugout and started yelling stuff at him. This is the one where I told you Reds fans said he was just hyped up, mm-hmm. but even as a Reds fan, I was like, no, he's clearly talking shit to him. Mm-hmm. And then their players jumped over the railing and tra- tried to start a fight, and he was the only one that got suspended. Mm-hmm. So, um, yesterday's game, the Reds were winning, and wouldn't you know it, the last two innings they blew it, and uh, Amir Garrett was the one to give the last home run to Javier Baez, which was the dude who jumped over the railing. And this motherfucker, when he hits the home run, does the most ridiculous celebration I've ever seen. And I don't know how to describe it. I almost had to show you. And then he flings his bat towards Amir Garrett. And then his teammates literally had to force him to go around the uh, bags because you have to touch him. Even if yeah, it's, yeah. And uh, it's like a whole process. And... I feel like he's not going to get suspended for it, which I think is real fucked up. For what? Because, and you said it yourself, you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense that Amir Garrett got suspended last time because he's the one that initiated it. And this guy could have caused a all-out fucking brawl with what he did. What, did he say anything? Or was oh, it just yeah, a he was. Flip? No, you, I would have shared the video. He's screaming. He's um, looking right at Amir Garrett and screaming at him and, like, pulling on his own jersey. And Isn't it doing... a rule you can't talk to the bullpen, though? Isn't that a rule? Like um, you can talk shit player to player, right? But you can't talk to the bullpen? No. Um, I mean, you're not supposed to say anything. I know players do, but you're not supposed to say anything disrespectful. Okay. And uh, you're supposed He's to definitely... not going to get any suspension. No, I don't think so either. I need to show you the video because it's way worse than Mir Garrett's, and I think he's not going to get shit for it. Definitely not. And it was, it was nuts. I haven't seen anything like this in baseball in all my time watching it. Sounds awesome. As a non-Reds fan, it sounds... Like everything you want and like uh, two people hating each other type of thing. Yeah, I don't. 
I'm not even a Amir Garrett fan. You, like I said, you heard me say last time when Reds fans were defending it, and he also, aside from not seeming like the best guy, is uh, not the best pitcher. He keeps fucking this up for the Reds and giving up home runs, and uh, he's pretty should be pretty vital, but doing the complete opposite. But uh, I think I already thought it was ridiculous when he got called for it. But if you're gonna call that, you at least need to call it consistently at the minimum. So yeah. if he got suspended, then you can't just be like, well, no, this was just excitement or. Well, he was just reacting to what he did because that means the Reds could have just went on out brawl and started punching him. And uh, well, he he started it. Yeah, I feel like more would have happened if maybe the bullpen charged or something. I think then they probably got suspended because I think that's what, yeah. So yeah, which I think is fucked up. <clears throat> yeah, we'll we'll update if it does. But I, I yeah, think you're right. We'll talk sadly, about it on the podcast. You like saying that? Yeah, it should be on a shirt. You think so? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Thanks, man. It's my idea. You That's what... here by me. Wow. You're a hero. You know that? A lot of people say that. Man. Ricky Iglesias wrote a song about me. Really? Well, like from my perspective, called I Can Be Your Hero. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Um, should we get into hockey? Yeah, let's do it. I know you have a lot to say about it. I do. Do you want to go first? I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> the expansion, well, the draft <laughs> happened. And the expansion draft, right? Yep. Kraken got some guys. I don't know any of them from either the expansion or the real draft, so doesn't matter to me. Uh, I do know they went on it as a strategic mindset of financial stability to work for the future and not so much a let's get the best players to win this season mindset, which I don't know if that's the right call. It seems to make more sense as like a organization like the long-term success over short-term. I mean, if you have an opportunity to just kind of win one now, I feel like you maybe should. But if you're trying to be successful long-term, I guess this makes sense. So do I name all the players? Like, does it – like, how do you want to do this? Because I, I don't think anybody knows who these people are. You can look it up if you want, you the expansion draft for the Kraken. Um, I'm going to buy one of the jerseys. I don't know who yet. I was going to get the Blue Jackets guy, but as you told me, yeah, he's uh, – I forgot this guy existed. I'm so not trying that to has nothing to do with hater, me now. But... Well, they also draft – what does F mean, forward? Yeah. There's fucking 20 of them. So I'm assuming there's more than one on the ice at the same time. Two, yeah. right? Um, yeah, you should have two forwards, so. So they got a million of them, so I'm assuming this guy would just be depth. So I don't know. And then they have the real draft, and there's still free agency. So I'm hoping – Maybe if they want to do the big name splashes, maybe free agency will be there. Time for that. But I didn't. I don't know anybody from this. So, but I mean, it's exciting because the Kraken have a team. That's exciting to me. Um, I like actually felt excitement. I watched a little bit of it. The expansion draft. Macklemore was there. Macklemore was there. You're I right. turned on for like a second. Like, what the fuck? This is the one guy. Said <laughs> yeah. and he is there. Uh, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. We don't have to talk about him because you hate him. Most importantly, he had a Kraken hat that isn't for sale anywhere. It's an all-black hat, but the Kraken is just like a little S, like in the bottom left corner. I was like, where the fuck is that hat at? Because I want it. And it's not sold. And also, he was pretty tame. So. Um, all the guys seem excited to be in Seattle, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. So I, I don't know how to get excited about this because I don't know any of the players. It's like I don't. It's just all so new, you know what I mean? So I'm just going to be excited that they have a team. 
Um, be excited. The season's coming up in October. Let it play out. I'm sure they won't be the best team, which is fine. Uh, it's kind of exciting to hopefully they're not bad. I'm, I'm assuming they won't be bad. Um, it'll be exciting to root for them from the start, whether they're good or bad. So, um, I mean, I, I, I know of more hockey news and other teams, but I, I know you have all that. So maybe I can just let you rip them and we'll just chit-chat about them. Okay. Okay. Do so want... that's all I got. Okay. I'm going to have some commentary on that. I know you said that you're sure I'm going to be a hater. I told you I'm not just going to boo him every time you say that now. But I am going to judge things fairly. I don't know what the hell they are doing. I was, I told you I was already hating them. I was they're just going to get a loaded lineup. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're saying about they're taking a different approach than Las Vegas did. But even if you're – well, I think that is a weird approach because, yeah, even though I hate the setup, the fact that you would pass on that opportunity when you're given it seems crazy to me. I feel like me. they don't really – they didn't really have that big of an opportunity. There weren't that many people who were super healthy – or didn't have major fucking contracts available. Well, that's the thing. I think you could have taken on at least a couple major contracts. And Terry Price, everybody's talking about how that injury probably yeah. isn't real. They did that to keep him away. And yeah. that was a starting goalie in the fucking Stanley Cup. And it wasn't like a – that wasn't a, a fluke. He's been a really good goalie for a long time. And that's exactly what Las Vegas did. They got Marc-Andre Fleury, and then they went on to multiple. Well, well that's why I'm, what I'm hearing is they're stacking up – they're, they pick players, they're trading them away. As you, I, I don't have all those in here, but they have people, they're trading them, they're acquiring more picks for the future, and I feel like they're going to make their big splashes in free agency and with trades. That's what I'm hearing. So I get what you're saying, though. Like If you have the opportunity, I want to take it, but I don't know. Yeah, and then even if you are going to um, take the approach of getting younger players and like building up an organization – I still think they handle it really weird. You know how much I like the NHL, and I've only heard a couple of these players, and maybe you could say that that's because a lot of them are young and they're, um, they're prospects. But the guy they got from the Blue Jackets, I forgot he was on the team, and I assumed it was a gimme that was Max Domi, but he is older, so if that's approach you're taking, maybe you don't – well, he's older-ish. He'd be, he has, could be good for the next seven years if he – Stays healthy, so it's not like somebody's like way over. He's like twenty six or seven. No, but then they took somebody that is twenty seven and has only played twenty games in the NHL career from the Blue Jackets. That is, and he's also a free agent this year, so they're already going to have to sign him. And then the Blue Jackets had so many young players that were way better prospects. So I just don't know. Maybe to other people, they're better prospects. Every team has their own way of recruiting and scouting and we I, I just feel like we can't judge it until we see it play out obviously it's yeah as far as the end product we don't know but i think you can definitely judge what's there that'd be like if a new nfl team started up you would know like the teams if they picked from every team you would know if that team on paper should be good or not and yeah i feel like yeah, obviously chemistry is a big thing. That's why I like the Yankees should be a gimme every year because they have the biggest salary cap. But you need chemistry and players to work together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that remains to be seen. And also a lot of these players are young, so maybe something does happen. But I think on paper they look to be one of the worst teams, which is something that I didn't think possible. For now. For now. I'm waiting for free agency. We'll see what happens. Yeah. trades and stuff. Yeah, I just – it really caught me off guard. I couldn't believe it. And 
that seems to be the common thing, not just the Blue Jackets fan and like the player they took. That seems to be the approach that I've heard every other NHL fan talk about how they can't believe they didn't steal this player and yeah. they can't believe they didn't take this player. So it's a good thing we aren't GMs. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I think, like I said, we talk. This is a sports podcast. We talk and theorize about what we think. I don't think you can take that approach that we're not GMs and they know better. GMs have made horrendous decisions and gotten fired and oh yeah They've so also taken huge risks on... oh yeah there's it can be a good outcome i'm not saying they're destined to be bad and um i didn't think so but there was some people that thought las vegas would be bad so just because people are saying that doesn't mean that will be the case and like i said big part of it is chemistry and how teams work but i think you can definitely judge okay, things yeah. yeah i think you can definitely judge things on paper and what you see and what you do know and from sure. what that's i what, see i think saying, yeah yeah. I'm just wait for free agency and got a little while till the season starts, so yeah, I'm just excited as a team. I don't care if it's good or bad. They don't need to be the best team. Especially if it doesn't make financially for long term success. If you want to set yourself up for the future to maybe be like super good long term, rack up draft picks now, have cap. I don't know. Maybe future prospects look better. I don't know. Maybe free agency will be, look better in a couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. I the Blue Jackets and they'll have more firing power if that if that is the case. Yeah, it's gonna go one of two ways because yeah, they could build it like that and it could end up working. But that's why I said that's why Las Vegas was so fucking annoying because they got it handed to them. And if you do it wrong, it can put you in a hole for a long time. And that's what happened with the Blue Jackets. They. Yeah. They uh, didn't have nearly as good selection as we talked about, and then they also made some bad moves themselves. So if you don't pick the right players, it can fuck you over for a long time. Yeah. We'll see. Um, speaking of the Blue Jackets, I went to the NHL draft party in uh, Columbus. The draft wasn't here, but there was probably over 5,000 fans there. It was free to get in, but it was I didn't expect that many people there. It was really cool. And... They had, like, three reporters at different sites of, like, NHL draft parties, and one was in Columbus, so ESPN's national uh, broadcast kept showing Columbus, which was cool. But uh, as we were in line, I was talking to my sister, and I was like, so uh, Seth Jones going to get traded? And then they're breaking news and put up on the Jumbotrons, no fucking way. And they traded Seth Jones to the Chicago Blackhawks, where his brother was traded to, as we talked on here before. And... The Blackhawks got Seth Jones and a 32nd pick, which is the first round from the Blue Jackets, and a... It just deleted again. Um, is that happening accidentally? I don't know. Do they have to hit, like, multiple that. buttons? You should have to. Okay. Um, I brought it back, though. And a 2022 uh, 6th round pick from the Blue Jackets, and the Blue Jackets got... Um, Adam Voigtquest and the 12th and 44th pick in this draft, which was a first and second rounder and a first round in next year's draft. So two first round picks, a second round pick and Adam Voigtquest for Seth Jones and a first round pick and a sixth round pick next year. So this one sucks because I like Seth Jones and he definitely has all the talent. I said his numbers have dipped the past couple of years. It's hard to tell if that's going to be his career or just something was happening. So that is a question mark there. But like I said, the Blue Jackets, I can't, 
I said it before they trade him. I can't blame him if they trade him. You can't have another scenario where you have a top-end player and hope that he resigns, and especially a player that says he's going to test the market, so more than likely he isn't going to resign. Yeah. And then get nothing for him. So a lot of people are upset because he is a, a likable player and he has been so good. But getting two first-round picks and the guy they got in Boyd Quest was the first-round pick by the Blackhawks two years ago. I think he's the eighth pick overall. So you essentially got three first-round picks, and one of them has already has experience. And, uh, and the second-round pick as well. So I think that's, again, really impressive. Like I said, uh, Jarmo, Kekalainen, and John Davison, I think, deserve all the credit for getting these trades out. I don't think there should have been any kind of that much of a return for somebody like him. Especially because, I don't know if you heard, he limited it to um, five teams that he would get traded to. So they only had five teams to work with and managed to get this much out of it, which is, I think, makes it all more impressive. Um, his contract, you had it up there. Is that what you're Seven years, nine and a half million average. Yeah, and that's what that part got deleted. Yeah, so that's the other thing is uh, that is a fucking massive contract, I think. Chicago is going to regret in the long term, and they're going to eventually, tr- I would imagine, trade him because that is, even if he can play as highest tier, which mm-hmm. I think that's in question, that is a fucking massive contract. So the Blue Jacks can't spend that kind of money on a player like him. So I think it makes yeah. the trade that much better. If, if you, I don't know a lot about hockey, obviously, but I feel like that's not that crazy of like a one team got fleeced, right? It's just like, oh, yeah, that seems like a pretty good trade both ways for both of them. Yeah, I think it's good all around. A lot of people are saying Chicago did get their actually same fleeced. That's the word. the word that I always use for some reason. Yeah. Um, I thought it was more even than most people do. I just think that contract is what makes it way worse for Chicago, yeah. not necessarily the trade, but I guess. Big, big, big contract. You do have to kind of work that into the trade because that trade wouldn't happen unless he, re- he mm-hmm. signed that contract. So I guess it was part of the trade. So maybe that's what people are reacting more so to. And then they uh, – Drafted players that night, obviously. It was the NHL draft. Um, I'm not going to... The expansion draft, I do know these players, so I can judge that more. The NHL draft, I know a name here and there or players that play for Ohio State or um, people played against Ohio State that I've gone to, but a lot of these players aren't even from did American colleges. you know the number colleges. two guy for the crack? This Matt Brinney's guy? I didn't know him. And I was going to... Everyone freaked out about that. I was going to mock that because he's from Michigan, as you made fun of, but then uh, the Blue Jackets took somebody from Michigan with their first Yeah, pick. a lot of people went from Michigan. So. Yeah, it was uh, the most of us went in the first round, and they all yeah. went in like, the top ten, Yeah, which makes sense. It sucks, but Michigan, Ohio State's been really good at hockey the past ten years, but Michigan's consistently good at hockey, so it makes sense. But uh, Kent Johnson was their first pick. I'm not going to go over all of them, but that was a guy from Michigan. His highlights looked real impressive, but the thing with the NHL draft is these players are so fucking young that it's so long until they end up playing the NHL, and yeah. it's so hard to... It's not like the NFL draft where if you get those first-round picks, then you're going to be potentially a top team next year or something. Yeah. So Blue Jackets stockpiling these is definitely different than would be in the NFL. Their second first-round pick, Cole Sillinger, his dad used to play for the Blue Jackets, Mike Sillinger, and that's obviously not why they took him with the 12th pick. He's a high-end prospect. It's just a cool tie-in to have there. He was born in Columbus. And uh, so 
with the NHL draft, I more so look at the highlights and I'm like, oh, that looked exciting. But then I usually do not trust the experts, but I look at what they say because I'm like, these people, I've actually scout them and know what they're doing and know what their high end could be, even if they don't match it. And most of the experts are saying the Blue Jacks have one of the better drafts. So I'm like, I hope you're right. That also, even with them, seem like they know what they should talk about. They don't always know either. I should they, go wrong more than not. Yeah, the Blue Jacks got mocked like crazy, uh, I think, four drafts ago for not taking, like, the the obvious player. Mm-hmm. And that player is uh, struggling to stay in the NHL right now. And the Blue Jacks uh, took Pierre-Luc Dubois, which unfortunately isn't with the Blue Jackets, but a very good player, yeah. even though. And uh, you can go wa- back and watch the coverage of that. They're literally laughing at him. You don't... You don't take this guy, and they're all, like, mocking him. And... Oh, I know all about mocking drafts. Seahawks have a historically incredible draft from 2012 to really 2010 to 2013, and those were all Fs and laughed at, so I know a lot about mock drafts. Yeah, and the Blue Jackets have, at least in recent history, seemed to know what they're doing, so some of their more questionable picks I kind of trust because it seems like their scouts know are something. Smart. Yeah, before the Blue Jackets had so many bus picks that it was hard to trust that so when they reach or somebody's like this seems like a questionable pick then it i was like yeah this probably is i think also a bigger issue for the blue jackets is they were so bad that those players might not necessarily been bad they just got rushed up and had to play in the nhl way sooner than they should have that they kind of fucked up their careers mm-hmm. which is uh going back to the expansion draft because if they were set up good then they wouldn't have had to rush those players up like that um uh, but then so we do the NHL draft that was uh, the first round is all they did that night and then we go home and I wake up to a message from my sister that said what is happening and it was uh, a link to the Blue Jackets trading Cam Atkinson I'm not going to lie to you I was, was kind of half waking up I was like this is fake and I started clicking on it and then went to the Blue Jackets account and I was like oh shit this is real it's pretty weird when people are getting traded that I've heard of yeah, that's what I'm like. Well, that's weird. Yeah, this one was way out of the blue. It was, I think. So I'm gonna break it down a couple ways here. So, Cam Axon's been with the Blue Jacks for a long time too, and him and Nick Foligno kind of like one A, one B. I think are like the prime examples of what Columbus strives to be and the team they want to be, like hard nose and gritty and. Um, but also really likable and do a crazy amount in the community and off the ice. So I think it sucks losing that no matter the skill aside, but then he is a very talented player. And I think what was real fucked up about this is that they had him at the NHL draft party. They had a few players there and he was signing autographs for hours and taking pictures oh, no. even past when he was supposed to. And he was super nice and did it for everybody that was asking. And they talked to him about Seth Jones getting traded. And he's like, I just figured out about when you guys did. And he's like, that's one of my best friends, but you got to do what you got to do. It's a business. And then I wake up to that text of him being traded. And I was like, that seems. That's the business. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. I mean, it is a business, but I think, I think that gets thrown around too much. Like I said, I got to play both ways. I complain about Blue Jacket players wanting to leave Columbus and about they need to be loyal and how they don't stick with them so i can't just defend the blue jacks just kind of blue jack fans that it is a business and you have to make the right moves but the blue jackets we'll talk about what they got here in a second i think it's more fair trade than people are letting on all emotions aside 
but it wasn't like they had like this deal trade of the century. It wasn't they didn't get two Hall of Famers and first yeah. round picks. It's like an even trade at best. So this wasn't something they're like shit. We can't help ourselves. So I think this is something that you should have been able to avoid or not had him there the night before. I think you had some inkling. This didn't seem like something that you couldn't pass up. It didn't seem like that yeah. kind of trade. Unless and then, it did just come up the next day. Like it's like a total real possibility. That's possible. I just think if it did, I think it's, I guess it's a, a business move, but um, I just think it's not that clear cut of a great trade that I'd be like, okay, we can, we yeah. preach about players needing to commit to Columbus and, how we don't want players that don't want to be here, and then you have somebody that couldn't be more committed besides, like I said, maybe Nick Lino, A1, A1, um, 1B, that uh, wants to be here, and then you're like, well, we got a little better of a trade. Let's get rid of him. So I think it's hard to preach that, and then yeah. when somebody's doing that, you get rid of them. And to make it more fucked up, he uh, his son's third birthday was that day, the next day after the draft, so... He said that uh, he was celebrating with his kid, and he got the call that he got traded, and he had to stop the party midway through. I was like, man, this is all so fucked up. And I said, I, I'm a Blue Jackets fan, but I think you have to judge things fairly. If I'm going to preach about players not wanting to be here, I think you have to call the team out on that. And it's not the fan saying that. The team has countless videos. The management talks about how they don't want players unless they want to be in Columbus. So when you have somebody that can be more committed to Columbus and you get rid of them, I think you're kind of asking for those kind of players to be around. You know? Yeah. I don't uh, think I don't think I think emotion should be out of business decisions. Like I don't think that matter any of that matters. If they like the trade of what they got more than they should do it. If they like what they got more than Nick Felino or not Nick Felino. Cam Atkinson. Then you should do it. <laughs> If you're going to do that, then I definitely don't think you can parade around how you want players that want to be there and you're getting tired of players wanting to leave. That You can. You want people to be there for sure. But you also want your business to be successful. I don't know. I think that's playing both sides. And I said I'm a Blue Jackets fan and somebody that can't stand these kind of players, but I think you had to. No. I don't. Yeah. Okay. They got uh, Jake Voracek from the Flyers. That was a trade. He used to play for the Blue Jackets, ironically enough. They traded him for uh, Jeff Carter. And Jake Voracek was a player they took him when the NHL draft was hosted in Columbus. Okay. So I was at that draft, so it's kind of cool that they got a player. I remember when they traded Jake Voracek to uh, the Flyers for Jeff Carter, which Jeff Carter ended up being a player that didn't want to be here and left after a year and a half. Um, Jake Voracek was putting up decent stats with the Blue Jackets. And he was relatively young, and a lot of people were hating on him. And I was worried because like, we've seen this way too many times where a Blue Jackets trade a player, and then they open it up, and he seemed like he was trending the right way, just making dumb mistakes because he was young, not like off the ice, just like plays that you could have done better, which seems to make sense for a young player. So I think he had all the skills to do it, and then he's done that for 10 years now in Philadelphia and put up good stats that I think are comparable with Cam Axon. They play a different style. I think that's more what the trade is about, that Cam Axon's more, more of a goal scorer mm. and Voracek's more of a, a setup man. And we're going to get to another move they made here in a second with Patrick Line. He's like the uh, the go-to goal scorer. So I think that's why 
they made the trade for the more of the setup. That makes sense. Um, so it's cool getting somebody back that I think did also want to be in Columbus and I think kind of got the short end of the stick and another player that traded for a player that wanted, didn't want to be in Columbus and left anyways. So it's cool having him come back and um, so let's see here. Voracek's uh, cap is $8.25 million and Cam Axon's is $5.8 million, but Cam Axon is signed for four more years and Voracek is signed for three more years. So Voracek's deal ended up actually being less money overall is what um, I think is also part of the trade is that they're trying to clear up cap room because Patrick Line, who I talked about before, signed his one-year qualifier, which gave him $7.5 million. And It's just a one-year deal, but he'll be a restricted free agent at the end of that. And then he can sign another one-year um, qualifier, but then it'll make him an unrestricted free agent after that season. So the idea, at least in theory, we'll see what happens because we know the Blue Jackets work with this kind of stuff. But he can be like a top-end NHL player, so they're going to try and sign him long-term is why they signed the qualifier to... That makes sense. Be it's like to, a franchise tag. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if they don't sign him to that and he signs another qualifier, that's uh, going to be real bad news. And, yeah, that sounds but, like a waste of money and yeah. time. And I think that means he's just destined for another unrestricted free agent potential trade, and then we're just in this whole yeah. fucking loop again. Money. Yeah. That so, all makes sense to me. If there's a cap issue, there's they want to go a different style than they were. That all makes sense to me outsider at least at least has answers things you can physically point to like okay it's not that nuts to do oh yeah like i sound more i'm definitely more even the, yeah. the, and it's funny the blue jacket fans the consistent consistency that you see is uh blue jacket fans are pissed off and there's so many that's saying they're never going to go a game again they cancel their season tickets they'll be there yeah i was gonna say those are gonna be the people that are stealing tickets away from me and can't wait to be there yeah and the extra funny thing is, everybody's saying that and on the Cam Axon trade, and then you go to Philadelphia's page where they trade they're Jake Porcheck. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, I'm canceling my season tickets. <laughs> Wait, well, so is anybody going to NHL, hate, NHL game? Those are like the 50 people that are just loud. Everyone else is like, oh, cool, whatever. That sucks. I like Cam Atkinson, or that sucks. I like Russian name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh We'll see how it goes. The, the normal fans will just be normal fans. Just a loud, fucking obnoxious minority. Yeah. I'm boycotting the NFL. I'm canceling my season tickets to the Blue Jackets. No, you're not. You're going to watch <laughs> it every Sunday. You're going to watch it every Blue Jackets game. You're going to fucking shut up and watch your football, watch your hockey. <laughs> oh, the Indians changed their name. I'm a Reds fan. No, you're not. No, please don't do that. Stay That's what them. a lot of them are doing. Yeah, I don't want them. They won't be there. They'll be watching the Guardians games. Well, they won't. Even I, if they do switch over, they won't be there. They don't go to games. <laughs> it's usually pretty packed there. I've been to a lot of them. I'm going to show you the stats. It's crazy. You can. I've been there with my eyes. I'll show you. It's nuts. I need to see them. I've been there. You said I can. Yeah, I don't want to, though. I believe you. I've never not believed you. I've just been there. I've been to Reds games in Reds Field. I've been to Indians in Indians Field. It sounded like you didn't believe me. You said, I've been there. It's it's crazy. No, I've, you've brought this up a couple of times, a couple of podcasts, and I've said, I believe you. I'm just letting you know. Like, I've been there. You must have just got some lucky games then because. I've been to games that just don't matter. <laughs> they're just, they're not. I'm saying lucky as far games. as attendance because 
traditionally they have one of the worst in the league yeah, as far as attendance. It's been fine. What's that been to? Yeah, you're a lucky dog. Yeah. True. Uh, <laughs> so the Blue Jackets, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They stockpiled the first-round picks. It went way younger. So a lot of people are thinking complete rebuild, which was a debate a while ago, if you remember. I'm wondering, I think that's still to be told or not, because I think Voracek, like I said, does make sense for the current style. I don't think they're just going all in on a rebuild. But, uh, but they are making some odd moves and going way younger for a team that's already relatively young. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Um, I think the biggest tell for that will be in free agency, which opens up here July 28th tomorrow. The rumors the players are taking are mostly players that are very low names. So they're either saving money or they are getting young players. And I think that would be a, more of a sign of a complete, complete rebuild. Yeah, but we'll see what happens once free agency opens. I I still think they have a a roster that before they started being good this past decade, the Blue Jacket fans would fucking lose their minds over if you go back in time. I just think it's because we're so used to being good now that people have a different expectation. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the, if you just look at the roster on paper, I think it can stand with most of the teams, not in all positions, but just all around. Um, longtime Blue Jacket player and Avalanche player for the past couple of years, Matt Calvert retired. So what do you do for that? Is, Jazz hands. Okay. It's the only answer usually. He's an awesome guy. Played for the best two teams in the NHL. So my guy. The Kraken and the Kraken. There you go. Um, a crazy trade happened not long before I started this podcast. I mentioned Mark Andre Fleury not that long ago and how what he's done with the Golden Knights. He has been traded to Chicago. Nobody knows what Chicago gave up, but the shitty part is that uh, he said he hasn't heard from the team. He got traded. He just figured out online. So he said he's traded, but he doesn't know what's oh, happening with it. Sweet. So, fuck Chicago. Um, that's also, fuck the Golden Knights, it sounds like. That's all I meant to say. But I uh, hate Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, fuck Las Vegas and the, the main there. That's so weird. Oh, shit. Someone called the guy. We fucking, he's got to go to Chicago. Especially somebody that has turned your franchise, not around because you weren't existing, yeah. but turned you into you fucking relevant. Yeah. yeah. So, fucking weird, and I don't know why they really trade him, but well, I guess we'll figure out when they figure out what they got for him. Probably a lot. Yeah, he is like 36, so he's getting real old. He might not play much longer. But the crazy thing is, he just put up his best stats of his entire career this past season at his highest age. So, fuck it, might keep playing. Yeah. Um, is Bob Rofsky still a thing? Yeah, he is. He plays for Florida. He didn't do good last year, which is a Another thing the Blue Jackets, well, not didn't get lucky on because they made that move, but they uh, tried to offer him a contract, and he took something way bigger with Florida, and thank God he did because they would have been fucked. Yeah, I don't get what Everyone was like, Bob Rofsky's the best. I feel like he had really good games, and he had, like, really shitty games. And I guess now he's just really shitty. Yeah, I mean, that's part of goalies in general. They're streaky, and their good games are going to look amazing, and the ones that are really bad are going to stand out. He was a little more streaky than others. And his biggest thing was he struggled in the postseason, which was when he needed most. Because aside from that, he had multiple. Name. He had multiple uh, Vesna trophies, which is the goalie of the year. So yeah, it's undeniable the skill he had, but he just lacked consistency. 
Did not like a cool name. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have for sports. Do you have anything? There's a tweet by, I think they're called uh, Season, S-Z-N. I'm going to confirm that. That if you go like and retweet. Mm-hmm. Hold on. And they're committing to this, by the way. <clears throat> the SZN app. So it's an app. They're a real thing. Uh, 60,000 followers. If Trevor Lawrence throws one regular season touchdown pass to Tim Tebow this season, we'll buy every person who likes and retweets this an NFL jersey of their choice. I saw that. I feel like this happened a couple times. Not with them, but I feel like it never follows through. I mean, might as well do it. I bet you they don't do it. I, like you said, I you bet know. they word it weird. Like, it happens. Like, no, 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 no. We said if, you know I mean? So it's probably not going to happen, but just in case you want a free jersey and they do actually do it, I would go do that. Made it by all those knockoff ones from China where there's wrong numbers and the misspellings. Fuck it. I'll take it. I'll get a fucking... TJ, uh, Tyler Lukit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll lock it with one T. Um, there was something I was going to mention, but clearly not important. Do you want to just talk real quick about how Sports Illustrated might be the worst thing on the internet? I would like to hear your opinion on that, yeah. Do you ever see their articles come up on Facebook and there's the most clickbaity shit in the world? I'm convinced then... that no real people run those anymore. That Sports Illustrated is a thing, but robots just push out these fake ads. What? Links you to their real articles, though, like on their website. Yeah, but I, I just feel like they have robots that just make up titles. They have to because it is fucking nuts. I'm like, yeah. where are you getting this shit from? Sports Illustrated is a all massive name. Promoted. Like, they're not like things I like. So I just, they have to be like bots just making these things up to make traffic happen. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a clickbaity guy because I can tell what is like a trustworthy thing. But the first couple, I was like, oh, Sports Illustrated, that has to be real. I learned fast. I was like, "These, what the fuck am I reading?" And now I kind of just click on for sometimes here and there. I click on a lot of clickbait things. Like, oh fucking way! Why? Why are they even trying to? Like, what is it in this article that makes them even able to say that? So I click on them a lot for that. They get my attention just from like, there's no fucking way you're allowed to say that. Did you see this Tom Brady throw into the jugs machine? No. So Tom Brady, let me see what you think. This is going around the internet, and there's actual debate. On if you'll see, I'll show you. You got anything to say about that? Um. The last one seemed a little odd. They all seemed fucking odd. You mean that's the wouldn't go fakest back in? fucking thing I've that's, ever seen? Oh no, it wouldn't be in reverse because it's not. I it's a answer. computer animate. He probably threw the ball and they digitally removed it, and then they had one that shot back, and they just, just clipped the images together. A a jugs machine is always spinning. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It would be going the wrong way. B I'm sure Tom Brady with enough takes could hit three in a row. I'm sure he could. He's incredible, right? Um, that was the just it, it, it literally it goes up and then changes trajectory to perfectly straight. There's actual debate online if that's real. 
We should have a whole podcast that, like a spoiler cast. I hate it. Oh. It's have. so fucking fake. Go to Tom Brady's Twitter to see what we're talking about. Do you think he could kiss five of his kids in a row without missing the lips? I bet he does. I'm sure he does. They doesn't want, not five kiss in a row because Brian never lets go. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with the whole Tom Brady thing. He's he, uh, totally changed my mind on him. I just, like, kind of like him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Me either, because I'm kind of realizing I don't really like you all of a sudden. I felt that way about you for a while. Oh, so. shit. Speaking of me, what do you think about this pizza? Unlike you, I like this pizza. I didn't say I dislike it. No, I don't like you. <laughs> um, let's talk about it. Ugh, why'd you do that? Now it's a zero. Um, this pizza, I have, I think, one complaint. Okay. The crust is kind of bland. That's it. I think uh, because you ordered light sauce, it was a little light on the sauce. Um, I think if there was more of it, it would have been one of the better pizzas I've had in a while. This would be up there with Classic and Eagles, and it would be, like, really fucking good. Um, So I'm – and I know we're not supposed to – we're supposed to base it on this pizza. So maybe I can just do that, but but I I can tell this pizza would be a little bit better. Did they say they took off stuff off the top, like the shake? They say they they don't do it. Okay, so this is how it tastes. Um, The crust is the only thing taking it down for me a little bit. Um, cheese, perfect. There's a good bit of it. It's cooked perfect. It's got a really good quality taste to it. The sauce felt more pasty than anything else, but it was tasty. Oh, pasty and tasty. Pasty, tasty. With Casey. Um, and Derek. <clears throat> but the crust is kind of bland, which sucks. I don't know what it needs to be not bland. Maybe cornmeal, maybe a little bit of garlic or something. Butter, maybe. Um... Let me pull up my pizza app. This, like I said, a little bit more sauce. Uh, some, some, something with the crust changing. This would be contender for like top five, which is pretty crazy. It was really fucking good. Um, I give Eagles a seven three, which I think should be like a seven six. To be honest with you, I must have been had a, I, I must have been in a bad mood that day. I know those. Um. I've never been in one with you. Uh, <laughs> classics I don't have on here, but I'm assuming that's like a 7-1, somewhere in there. So what did I just give one? I gave something a 6-something. Six 6.9, right? What did I just... Oh, I gave Massey's a 6-9. I thought. I like this. <laughs> I like this one, Massey's. Yeah. Hmm. I might have been being generous with Massey's. Oh, boy. I don't know if... This is a really tough one for me. I don't know (laughs) if it's in the sevens or not. I'm going to go six, seven. Six, seven? Which sounds way different than what I was just saying. But, like, I I was trying to think. Eagles, classics... Massey's, Massey's I don't get very often, but Eagles and Classics I get all the fucking time. And there's a reason for that. I don't know if I drive to Reynoldsburg to get this very often. And that's not necessarily a knock on it. It's in fucking Reynoldsburg. You know what we should do at least once? What? Drive there and eat Eat there. there. Yeah, Yeah. I bet it's better. Um, And I'd like to get my own with pepperonis and sauce. But 
Uh, I'm going to say 6-7. This pizza. I bet it could be better. This one here is a 6-7. It needs more sauce, and the crust needs something. And it needs some toppings. But this was fucking really good. It was. Yeah. So I'll give it a 1.2. Yeah, that seems fair. I'm going to change mine. Can I change mine? Yeah. 0.1. Oh, can't do that. It's 1 through 8. Is it? Yeah. Oh. 1.1. Fair enough. Could just not one, though. No. no even numbers. A really nice Michigan man taught me that. Oh, no wonder I hated that so much and thought it was douchey. Uh, see, I didn't even know it was him, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> you can't say nice Michigan man in the same Well, it's sense. a nice Michigan fan from Boston. Doesn't that oh, make it better? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not nice at all. Um, he's funny. Doesn't make you nice, and I don't know if he's <laughs> sure. funny. Sure. Yes. Um... This pizza is really good, like you said. I'm mean, going to be copying a lot of things you said, but yeah. it's accurate because it was perfectly done how I like my pizza. Yeah, it's so good. The cheese is delicious. I don't have issue with the white sauce. Um, you know, like I said, some of the time I get white sauce and I do think it's too light. This I thought was perfect. I don't have issue with the pastiness. That's usually how I like my sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, the crust, I actually don't have an issue like you do. Now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't add anything. I think... Cornmeal, I only really like it on, well, Massey's, it really sticks out, like, the amount. I know other pizzas have it, but I don't even really think about it because mm-hmm. it's so light. But I don't think I want that. I definitely want garlic, but, you know, the lightest bit of butter. I don't think you uh, want Yeah, maybe butter, yeah, yeah. I think butter would really knock this thing out of the park. And I don't think you want that to be too heavy because I think it'd take away from the cheese and the sauce, but I think a light butter. Yeah, totally. Make it a little better. Yeah. But for what it is, which mm-hmm. is very good. Mm-hmm. I would say a 7.3. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah, it is. So that'd be like a 7 average. Yeah. It's a really fucking good pizza. And you got this adorable looking crew knockoff man. I still got to show you that. Yeah, I'm still not sure how that relates, but... What kind of looks like a crew man? With a mustache. A mustache. Vic's Gourmet Pizzeria, Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Yes. Um, and Really good pizza. It's pizza that is, I'd say, really good to maybe even really good. Ooh. Um, so this, it, I would like to try it fresh. It could be a contender for like a top pizza place for me. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking that it was a good pizza that is good. Are you just stalling until you? Bingo. So here we go. Speaking we of it. stalling. <clears throat> oh, just the fucking hat. And you got the eyes right, the face. Oh my god! It, just on. the hat come is on. loosely similar. That's a that, fucking construction on. hat. That's a top hat, bowler hat. Come on! It's nothing like it. You just love the crew. I do, but they also look similar. Come on! Wait. Oh, that's the wrong podcast. Pop, 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 go Hawks. Welcome to episode seven of Pigskin Over Pizza. Is it seven? Show... <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of Pigskin Over Pizza, the show where we talk is about. Is it seven? <laughs> it is. Okay, go ahead. That's why I said seven two times, not for the third. I, th- I thought it was last time. Last week was seven. No, My bad. Was, so I'm so sorry. Seven. I thought last week was seven. Four, three, three, four, three.